name's Chris Rivers. And I'm Chief Craig. And we want to thank you for joining us today. And if this is your first time with us, welcome to Deerfoot Conversations. The goal of these conversations are to share how Deerfoot helps build godly men. And in this interview, we speak with Tyler Waller. And we learn more about his Deerfoot story and how God is using his Deerfoot experience to help him lead and work on a team. So with that said, let's jump into our conversation. Tyler, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about your Deerfoot story. Maybe give us a couple minutes of that. Well, thanks again. It's it's wonderful talking with you. And it's always great when Deerfooters can connect across the country. Yeah. I saw a post that Chief Craig made on Instagram where he talked about uh, working on staff during the summer and the value that being on staff brings to the lives of individuals and people who are looking to go onward to develop professionally and personally. Uh, and I realized I had great examples from my own life that demonstrated the way that Deerfoot has shaped me, uh, made me a, a more godly man and made me a man who's ready to go out and serve both in my work and in my community. And so uh, I, I mentioned that I had some examples and, and you all invited me on the show. So thank you very much for that. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. I, I also have vivid memories of how we met. It, it wasn't over Instagram. It was over the table at Deerfoot. But but I actually remember the very first time uh, my wife, Michelle, and I sat down to eat a meal at Deerfoot as a married couple. We were sitting right across from you and, and Chief Cameron, and uh, we connected over Wheaton and a bunch of other things. And, and it, you guys helped us feel like Deerfoot was going to be our home. Um, so I appreciate that. I wanted to ask you, as we're getting started here, can you just tell us about what your favorite year at Deerfoot was? You were involved for a lot of summers there. Can you just tell us about your favorite one and, and why it sticks out? Yeah, so I was a camper for, I believe I was a camper for eight years, and then I was a member of G15, uh, and then I served on staff for two years after that. And cool. while I, I have to say that G15 was my favorite year, I had incredible guide leaders, um, we were actually split up. We had such a large guide group that we were split up and, and uh, some of us had specific guide leaders that uh, we spent time and detachment and separation with. Uh, and I had Chief Steven Nagowski and uh, he's an incredible man. We got to hear quite a bit about his life and the way that he was uh, kind of working to, to grow as an adult and, and grow as uh, an employee and, and um, he was, he was about to get married. So I got to learn quite a bit about what it meant to be uh, a young man, an adult from, from Chief Stephen. But uh, more generally speaking, I had a wonderful first staff year. Uh, I got to connect with some of the woodsmen. That was kind of my favorite section. How, how, hey, real quick, Tyler, how old were you with that when that happened? So I was 17 when I was a guide in, in 2015. So I must have been 18 when, when okay. I was my first staff year. Yeah. Gotcha. And that was your favorite? It was, it was a wonderful year for so many reasons. I had phenomenal cabins. I got to uh, see some of the kids that I had met during my guide summer and reconnect with them and see how they had grown and changed. Yeah. Um, and for the first time, I was able to take on real responsibility and look after kids and uh, it, it was my experience to make sure that they got to know Jesus better and to make sure they had a great time at camp. Um, so I got to grow in that responsibility and, and that ended up being really exciting for me. You mentioned connecting with the woodsman section, really enjoying that age group. 
you're talking to like a man who's a woodsman internally Some, somewhere inside of me lives like an eight-year-old boy continually trying to get out but um what what about your experience leading woodsmen really felt special to you well i think at deerfoot um there's a number of different ages and they're all wonderful for different reasons i think uh the the indians for example the islanders uh, you can be really buddy-buddy with, and, and you have some phenomenal talks about your faith and what it's like to be a young man and going out into the world. Uh, with the point, you get to work with people who are transitioning and, and uh, younger boys who are trying to find themselves and who they're going to be and transitioning to adulthood. Mm -hmm. uh, but then with the woodsmen, I think they, they really look up to you as a leader. It's uh, an opportunity for you to demonstrate your own leadership skills and really connect with them uh, on a spiritual basis and, and help teach them more about the gospel. It may have been some of their first like real serious exposure with the gospel, uh, with a camp setting, being away from their family. Uh, and so you can just start, just begin to impact their development into young men. And that was really exciting. And, and then the woodsman section is always the most fun. We played the most games uh, and, and I love games. Yeah, there's always that crazy factor that's just kind of fun if you can sit back, look at it happen around you and laugh a little bit among those woodsmen. And um, oh, yeah, I absolutely. think sometimes we, we think that there's less ministry happening in the woodsman section because maybe the questions they're asking aren't quite as deep as some of the others. And yet uh, I hear some of this in what you're saying. I always found that there's something really foundational going on in the way these young guys experience God along, alongside their counselors. They're learning the very nature of who God is and, and formulating some of the ideas about how they're going to view God for the rest of their lives. So it's a really important time. And guys like you that, that connect with those kids are such an important part of that. Um, I wanted to, to ask a little more specifically about that Instagram post. I, I had talked in the post about um, sort of the way that Deerfoot and an experience there can hone individuals as a whole person and not just add a line item on your resume. And you had kind of um, resonated with that. Can you give us an example of one way in which you feel like Deerfoot has shaped you as a whole person, particularly through your staff experiences? Absolutely. Well, I think, I think there are two main ways in which Deerfoot taught me quite a bit and, and developed me into the person that I've become uh, and thus the employee that I've become. And I, I think they boil down to um, Deerfoot's development um, and me as a team member. I've, I've learned quite a bit of teamwork through Deerfoot mm -hmm. and then also leadership. And I found through Deerfoot that the two aren't necessarily separate. Um, I, as a member of G15, I had to work uh, on separation and detachment throughout that summer um, as, as a team with the other guides. As a staff member, I had to work um, as part of a team in my cabin. And yet at the same time, um, I had the opportunity to lead young men. I had the opportunity to um, at times lead some of my fellow staff members and, and represent what it means to be a godly man and a godly leader. Mm -hmm. And this occurs all the time in the workplace. I am currently an analyst at a company called CoreLogic, and I'm part of a team that has to come together to craft solutions. Um, and, and I'm working particularly in the real estate market. And, mm -hmm. and very often there's an issue that comes up that needs to be solved and it requires teamwork to solve. And sometimes it requires leadership for me to step in and say, this is the way that this has to be done. Mm -hmm. um, 
And it doesn't matter what job you end up going into, whether you're a teacher and you're working with young boys and girls, uh, whether you're an engineer, um, whether you're an analyst like myself, these are foundational skills that will um, continue to, to show um, you'll be able to continue to harbor success as uh, both a person and as an employee if you're able to cultivate your teamwork and leadership skills over time. And Deerfoot was absolutely integral in helping me develop those. Yeah, so good. I got a question real quick, Tyler. You originally talked about responsibility. You talked about how Deerfoot helped you gather maybe the idea of what it means to be responsible. Can you just tell us like you said some words like G15, separation and detachment. Those are new words to me. So for people that maybe aren't familiar with Deerfoot, like what does it, what does responsibility look like cultivated in a Deerfoot environment? How did you get there? And now you're an adult. We were joking earlier before we hit record that you're an adult, you know? And so like, how have you learned to manage responsibility? Um, how did Deerfoot help you make that connection? Yeah, absolutely. So for those that aren't familiar, when I refer to G15, that's part of the uh, guide summer that, that I did at Deerfoot. It's a counselor and training program. Okay. Uh, so after you're, you're an Indian, the largest, um, or I guess the oldest camper at Deerfoot, you can have the opportunity to, to come back and, and be a counselor in training. And it was a wonderful summer. I got to demonstrate that teamwork and the leadership I talked about earlier. And one of the ways in which I was able to do that was on um, a set of weeks uh, that are, are called detachment and separation. In detachment, you go out with your, your guide leader, the, the person who's responsible for um, shepherding you and growing you as, as a young man, somebody who's transitioning to that staff role. And uh, you hike in the high peaks. And having done that for a week, you then have the option to go out. Actually, you don't have the option. You have to go out <laughs> on separation uh, and do it by yourself with you know, three to four other guides. And there's no guide leader. Okay. And all of a sudden, you're responsible for how much you hike, where you hike, uh, how to stay safe, how to feed yourself. Hmm. And that was the first time that I can honestly say that I had to care for myself and I had to fend for myself and I had to work with other people um, I didn't have a guide leader. I didn't have, you know, my parents. I didn't have anybody that was looking after me in that way, uh, wow. besides me and my brothers. Um, and so that was the first experience that I had to grow into manhood. And I think staff summers after that provided uh, following opportunities to continue to grow into the man that, that I am now. And I'm still growing. I haven't made it yet. <laughs> yeah, you you're not perfect yet, huh? No, no. It, it might take a while. I'm not. I'm not sure I'll get there. That's awesome. Um, I I just wanted to ask a little more spiritually focused question. You know, we the mission of Deerfoot is to build godly men, and it's great that there's an outcome related to that where where we tend to build um, sort of marketable men on the job market. But but our mission is to build godly men. So I wanted to ask. How do you think Deerfoot helped you grow in your relationship with Christ? What, what role did your time at Deerfoot play in that growth pattern? That's a great question. I think there, there are so many ways um, in which Deerfoot helped. I think there are two I'll speak to specifically. 
Um, and, and they both kind of go together. We, we talk quite a bit at Deerfoot about having quiet time and being able to spend time in the word. And subsequently we talk, uh, at least on staff about having buckets. And if you imagine every single day you are, are going through your life and you're pouring yourself out on other people and you're pouring yourself out physically and you're pouring yourself out emotionally, but godly men are also pouring themselves out spiritually. And, and they're, they're trying to live as Jesus would and, and demonstrate what it, what it means to be a godly man. And you can't pour yourself out spiritually unless you've also been filled up spiritually. And at Deerfoot, this means having uh, dedicated time, dedicated quiet time in the morning to spend time in the word uh, and, and just to, to quiet your mind. Mm. And I will say that in my day-to-day, I have so many things that are requested of me as a person, as a friend, um, as an employee. And it is absolutely critical that I have that time in the word where I can just empty myself, empty my head of, um, of all the pressures and distractions that come with life and, and come with fulfilling those other obligations and, and take a second to refill myself spiritually because um, it's, I mean, it, it is really hard to go through life or, or go on a day-to-day basis as, as a young man in this world if, if you're not taking the time to do that. Mm. Wow, so good. That's good, man. I tell you, there's so much that we could ask you about and we only have so much time um, to, you know, to understand the story that you've had, but clearly Deerfoot has impacted you. Um, I mean, it's been great. I mean, is there anything else that you would want to share, uh, Tyler, if you were, if there was a young guy or a parent listening to this and they're thinking about Deerfoot and they've just come across this tool that we've shared this recording, like what, what would you wish you had known? What would you want to share with them real quick? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can say that, um, both from a professional standpoint and from a personal standpoint, Deerfoot impacted so much of my development. Um, from the friends that I have to my, my spiritual walk uh, with the Lord to the job that I have now and, and who I am as a person. Um, I can remember some, some really difficult times with campers and I can remember some incredible times with the guys that are now some of my best friends uh, and some of the campers that will still write me letters. Uh, from the games and the memories that I've shared as a woodsman counselor uh, to some of the spiritual conversations I've had as an island counselor. Mm. Uh, If anybody wants to know more about my experience or if I can go more in depth at at any point, um, you can reach out to the creators of this podcast and they will provide my contact information. I am so thrilled about the time that I had to spend at Deerfoot. uh, and, And I recognize that maybe for some young men, there's the question of whether to go into an internship or whether to work a summer at camp. And as somebody who has had to make that choice before, and honestly, one time chose an internship and one time uh, chose camp, I can say that Deerfoot is absolutely a better choice from both a personal development standpoint and from a professional development standpoint. So thank you so much for having me on the show, Chris and Chief Craig. Yeah, man, we're glad you're here, man. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Chief Craig, anything else you'd want to let us know before we end? You know, I think Tyler really covered it well. I think the word I'm going to take away in particular is, as I heard you say a few times, the word demonstrate, that you had godly lifestyles demonstrated to you at Deerfoot, that you had the opportunity to demonstrate for your, that for your campers. And 
Um, I, I just think that's so huge. That's what Jesus did for us. He didn't just teach, though Jesus was the greatest teacher of all time, right? He also demonstrated what a perfect life looks like. The, the sacrificial servant Christ demonstrated um, what that is. And you had the opportunity to both demonstrate uh, what it is to live for Christ and to have that demonstrated for you at Deerfoot. I'm so glad you did. Um, and finally, I'm just thankful you were on with us today. Yeah, uh, Chris, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah. Well, man, that's so good. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And as we wrap up today's conversation, we want to thank you as listeners for joining us. And we want to give you three ways that you could get involved in Deerfoot. So number one, you could sign up for camp. We have limited openings with some session wait lists already, but plenty of spots left to fill. So that's the first thing. The second thing, you could sign up to be on staff and have a rich growth producing experience that Tyler has been talking about, you know, all while helping to raise a generation of godly men ready to change their world for the cause of Christ. And the third thing you could do is you could tell someone about Deerfoot. Help get us connected with someone who could serve at camp. If you have a friend or a relative uh, who you know who's walking with the Lord or could be a good example for the campers at Deerfoot, please point them to deerfoot.org to apply to be on staff or have them contact us directly by emailing us at deerfoot at deerfoot.org. All right, well, thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to joining you on the next episode. Yeah, yeah,